Friday, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is coming to IMAX and theaters everywhere. This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. They stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Only in theaters Friday. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Alrighty. Alrighty, righty. Let's, uh, let's, let's bust this thing out. Hey. This is Nate from Outside In. We're a podcast all about the environment. And I'm Hannah McCarthy, co-host of Civics 101. We talk all about the government. And a few weeks ago, we made a special crossover episode about an elephant named Happy. We now are about to see our Asian elephant, Happy. That's a good looking Happy's back. Now, you may remember a group of lawyers had petitioned courts in New York State for a writ of habeas corpus. It was a legal maneuver that, if granted, would mean Happy is entitled to rights previously reserved for human beings. And she'd be freed from the Bronx Zoo and then placed into an animal sanctuary in Tennessee. If you haven't listened to the episode, you should go check it out now. But we promised you an update on her legal fight after the New York State Court of Appeals issued their final decision. So here it is. The judges have handed down their ruling and... Drum roll, please. Or maybe I should do like elephant stomping drum roll. Happy lost. That's right. But this case was always a long shot. So I was actually a little surprised to see that it was a 5-2 decision, which means the court was actually split. So let's dive first into the majority opinion. The judges essentially said that even though Happy is a highly intelligent animal, I mean, we're talking smarter than a two-year-old toddler, bottom line, only human beings are eligible for a writ of habeas corpus. And they also took issue with how Happy's lawyers compared the plight of an elephant with that of enslaved people. Right, and like, just as a refresher, this did not work out well for animal rights activists when they used this same strategy in the past. The majority judges in this case called it a, quote, odious comparison with concerning implications. Oof. Odious. It's strong language. The judges are also worried about a slippery slope. Right. They said if Happy was declared a person and given this basic human right, it would have a destabilizing impact on modern society. It could lead to other animals being released from zoos and farms. And they even legit worried that our own cats and dogs could technically sue us to try to get freedom. Now, there was also a dissenting opinion from the Court of Appeals. Two judges actually thought Happy should be eligible for habeas corpus. And here is the interesting thing. They didn't think she had to be a legal person to get it. They pretty much said, why can't we extend some of our rights to other living beings? You know what, Hannah? This this actually really echoes something Manisha Decca told me. She was that animal law professor at the University of Victoria in British Columbia, Canada. And she made this argument that it's high time for common law to get a big update. For centuries, common law has been divided essentially into two categories. You're either a person or your property. And she says that's unfair. It doesn't seem inclusive to kind of have a legal status of recognition for animals that doesn't really appreciate animals for who they are, but only appreciates animals to the extent they're like humans. She argues that there needs to be a third category. And so beingness is the term that I use to kind of suggest a status for animals that like personhood would stop exploitation. 
So she's essentially saying there needs to be people, property, and then this third category. Beingness. Or living beings. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. That would be a fairly radical philosophical and legal change. That's fascinating. It would be, and probably a huge lift. So it's interesting that the judges are even kind of playing around with this, at least the minority judges, the two that that didn't agree with the uh, the majority judges. This just speaks to Nate why we should pay really close attention to what is going on at the court level, because yeah. the very definitions of being are possibly changing. And as for happy and her lawyers fight for personhood. Is this ruling against her the end of the road, Nate? So I reached out to the Non-Human Rights Project. They're the law firm that represents Happy, and they haven't gotten back to me yet, but they have told other news outlets that they plan to keep on fighting to get Happy out of the Bronx Zoo, and they're also exploring other legal options. But they've also just launched a new case petitioning state courts in California to grant a writ of habeas corpus for a couple of elephants there. Well, you know what they say about elephants. No, what? They never forget. Uh, oh my God, Hannah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Why did you do that? <laughs> <laughs> Someone had to. Ugh. And if you've got an opinion on whether we should extend fundamental human rights to animals, just hit us up on Twitter at Civics101Pod or at Outside In Radio. And this update was produced and reported by me, Nate Hedgie, with help from Hannah McCarthy. It was edited by me and Taylor Quimby. Our executive producer is Rebecca Lavoie. Our theme music is by Breakmaster Cylinder. Outside In and Civics 101 are both productions of New Hampshire Public Radio. Uh,